Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We've got the audience in and we're ready to go. It's time for the Jason Manford Show. Very nice. That's a good start to the morning. Crikey. I can't believe how awake everybody is. I still feel murderous. You know that sort of thing you know, in, in the morning where you think, if somebody crosses me right now, I reckon I could do it. I reckon I could happen. Uh, good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Uh, it is our... Uh, it's, it feels weird saying a live show. Of course, it's always a live show, generally. Uh, but uh, we've got uh, a live studio audience here. Uh, we'll, we'll work out what that adds to the quality it's of the like show. It's like a Christmas party. It's weird, isn't it? I know, we've got... There's a buffet of amazing breakfast stuff. There's... Everyone's tucking in. I love the fact that they just got straight into it. No, there was no, like... I mean, Chris, the producer, said, uh, don't be polite... Uh, meaning, like, just go for it. But actually, people were, like, rubbing croissants in other people's faces, <laughs> <laughs> choking each other with pan of uh, Steve Edge is with me this morning. 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 Uh, say hello to Steve, everybody. Hello, Steve. Hello, and, everybody. Uh, <laughs> and, Johnny, and Johnny Awesome is our uh, one-man... Uh, house band, I guess. Yeah. Is that what we're going to call you today? Yeah, I like that. And, yeah. Yeah, get the audience to help me out. Absolutely. So. And you've got, have you got an intro jingle for, uh, for Steve? I've done one for Steve. Should we hear it? Yeah, Let's hear it. it. Yeah, wow. All right, okay. This is for Steve. Then he goes like this. Well, his name is Steve Edge, and he is the co-host, and he is very important. He's like butter on toast, and his jingle is quite long, so he can <laughs> see me perform, because I'm hoping that he'll get me a part on Benadorm. Oh, there you go. That's something I'm thinking about for the future. From Benadorm, I like it. So the the major differences this morning, uh, other than having a live audience, is that uh, I'm not in charge of any of the buttons that start songs or adverts and stuff like that. So basically, to start the first song, we just have to go quiet and hope that... (coughs) The, do, you some, want, do you want to mime a button for the audience? Yeah, there, so if you? we could just pretend, like, maybe like a button. Yeah, if we have a pretend button. Massive button in the middle. If we go quiet, hopefully, uh, whoever's in charge of the songs will start the song. This is Jason Manford. This is Music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford, uh, joined uh, by loads of people this morning, uh, namely Steve Edge, the co-host. Uh, morning. Morning. And how's it feel? I mean, it's been a while since you performed in front of a, an audience. You used to do stand-up, didn't you, back in the day? More importantly, today, this is mm. the first time I've wore trousers since March, and I'm really struggling <laughs> with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. No, I'm just saying. Well, because you've been in Benidorm, not because you're mental. Slovenly. <laughs> exactly. Not just because you're I've just been in the sun since yes. March. The last time I wore trousers, David Bowie was still alive. Crikey, that was a while ago. Yeah. Blow my neck. So, uh, uh, Benidorm's finished now, is it? All, when's it on? January, I think. Right. Usually January. Uh, did they think they schedule that just to depress us or cheer us up? No, they always get the sort of summer holiday adverts, uh, you know. Oh, put, I suppose put your so, yeah, yeah. It's a good time to... Yeah, it's not a bad Be reminded of sunshine. Yes. <laughs> uh, if you're up and about this morning, uh, do drop us a text, 8 12 15. Uh, what would you normally be doing? Uh, I'm going to ask the audience very shortly. What would they normally be doing other than being here? Uh, but what are you doing this morning? What, what has dragged you out of your pits? Uh, Johnny, have we, got a, have we got some sort of musical interlude for that? Yeah, let's do it. If you've woken up feeling hazy, if you're not yet in the zone, 
Get in touch and tell us what is bugging you this morning. Yes, that's right. We're gonna kick things off with a great big mo. Nice, nice. So we've got the audience have travelled uh, from far and wide, far and wide this morning. Uh, Chris is going to roam amongst. She's got a, a microphone. Where where have people come from? Let's let's. Who's who's just from London? Who's just nearby? Most of you. So that's fair enough. Who reckons they've come from the furthest away to be here? Lady on the back row. What's your name, madam? My name's Anthea. Anthea. All right, Anthea. Turn the microphone on, Chris. Come on, Chris. South East London, Deptford. South East London, Deptford. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I did say... <laughs> the rest of the audience have turned on that. <laughs> what? It's not even far. It's like two minutes away. <laughs> Where, who reckons they travel further than that? Oh, look at straight up, oh. madam. Yes, Newcastle madam. Underline. Newcastle oh, Underline. Staffordshire. 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 Steve's a big fan of Staffordshire. Wow. Not, yeah, not, it's not proper Newcastle. It's like a different one. It's yeah. a different one. It's easy to, yeah. occasionally though, when you're driving and you suddenly see the signs for Newcastle on the line. Oh, Mr. Turning. Oh, Mr. Turning here, where have I gone? <laughs> wow, so what's your name, Adam? Rian. Rian, well, thanks for, very much for coming all that way. And what would you normally be doing on a, a, of a Sunday morning? Sleeping. Of course. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be? Mm-mm. That is what normal people do on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Uh, we've had uh, some tweets coming uh, already. Uh, this is from Love the Cake on, on Twitter. Love the Cake. Uh, yeah, he's got to love the cake. Is, uh, is, is being smashed in the face by a plastic tractor at 6.20 by my almost two-year-old. I mean, it makes it better that it's a two-year-old. That'd be weird. Like if it was your partner. Yeah. Um, Christopher Grogan, uh, nurses changing my IV drip at 6am after four hours sleep because I was watching the Olympics wide awake now. Yeah. That's what he's up to. He I mean, he doesn't say what's up with him, yeah. uh, which I'm glad about because it could have really. Uh, but it's, it's still brought a bit of a downer on it. It has, hasn't it? Really? Yeah. Oh, mate. Come on, pal. I mean, what we got to moan about now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. A bit tired. Uh, Angela Dunn, uh, just going to drag myself into bed because she's just finished a night shift. So she's off into bed. I, um, I had this thing last night because I got back from. Uh, I was in Portugal last week. Uh, so I've been in shorts all week as well uh, with the kids. And I got back uh, into London last night. Do you know when you do that thing where you come off holiday still in your holiday clothes? But you get back into the UK it's freezing. and it's cold and you're like, oh, so there's no outfit that suits that. There's, there's no middle ground outfit that takes you from hot to, no. uh, to cold. There's nothing that could do. And I, um, I ended up uh, getting back in at like, a, I don't know, 11 o'clock or something, travelling through London, uh, getting ready for the show, got into bed at like half 12. Did you get into bed at, uh, at whatever time because you're so tired and the curtains are a, like a bit open mm. and you think... I could get up and close them, but to be honest, I am up before the sun. So yeah. it, it, like, it doesn't matter. I don't need a curtain. I actually don't need curtains. Yeah. I'm actually going to be fine. Jason Manford. Dex is Midnight Runners on Absolute Radio. Uh, plenty more coming up. Uh, Chili Peppers, Frankie Goes to Hollywood, Coldplay. Like a weird shuffle on your iPhone. Yeah. I do, I, do you do that sometimes? And then yeah, I, I sometimes get me practising some lines for something that I've recorded. <laughs> yeah. And it just made me my own voice. I've got a, like a BBC, um, it's like a BBC sound effects tape. Oh, yeah. uh, like or a CD from years ago. Like I sometimes use like if I'm editing a little video or something, I will use these sound effects. And uh, so when when my phone's on shuffle, it'll go through a couple of songs and then they'll just be like old man walking on sand and riverbank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
low, fi- low flying helicopter. It's oh, quite weird. Eight twelve fifteen is the text this morning. If you're put about, we've already had some people uh, getting in touch. This is a bit of an epic one from uh, Becky in Wigan. Uh, she says, "I mean, she's not had a good morning, folks. We'll, we'll have to feel a bit sorry for her." She says, "Morning, Jason. You normally ask uh, what we're up to in the morning. I thought I'd get ahead of the game." She sent this at two minutes past eight. Uh, she said. I'm on my hands and knees clearing up poo after leaving my unnapped 10-month-old unattended in the lounge to make myself a cup of tea. That is a rookie parenting mistake. Uh, on my return, he was sitting smirking in the middle of a cream lounge carpet covered head to toe. Uh, he's pooed in front of the telly, then crawled through it, leaving a hideous, slightly runny, grainy trail all over the lounge. Wow. Do you know what I would have done in that situation? Come on, Johnny. I'd have just shut the door. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd have give it... Uh, I think Daddy's awake. <laughs> Amazing. Unbelievable. So we've got a, a live audience here at uh, in Golden Square, Absolute Radio, this morning. Uh, include, we've got two children. We've got a couple of kids here. Uh, already on his second panel chocolat, uh, <laughs> young man there. Uh, shoes off. Just chilling out, relaxing. I'm, I'm into it. I like it. Not Not... Any of these songs uh, came out during your lifetime. Uh, I love it. I love it. How old are you, my friend? Let's let's have a little. Uh, hello. How old are you? Six years. Oh, six years old. And what's your name? Finton. Sorry. Finton. Finton. And what would you normally be doing uh, at this time of the morning, Finton, on a Sunday morning? Getting ready for church. So we've come here instead. God bless you. That's really lovely. <laughs> 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 uh, we've got a few more coming uh, on the uh, on the tweets. Eight twelve fifteen uh, on the text. Uh, this is I'm up this morning for the wedding of Carl and Ant in York. Uh, should we have a big congratulations for them? Congratulations! Yeah. Oh, lovely. Uh, that's from Kathy. And uh, uh, hi, Jason. We're off on our holes. <laughs> this is not. We're after people moaning, not showing. It's not a moan, is it? It's not moaning. Uh, on our. This is the sort of thing where people go mustn't grumble. British phrase Uh, on the road to get the ferry to Spain only 28 hours to go yeah well that doesn't sound like an holiday (laughs) that is not my idea of fun Uh, just driven past Newcastle on the line that's where that's where that's where they're up to there ain't no ferry port near there no they've got a lot of there is in Newcastle weirdly but they've gone the other way (laughs) they've got a lot of driving to do Sarah, Richard Annie and Seth uh, we've got Adam Hills on the show uh, later on. Uh, he'll be joining us in about an hour's time. And we're covering a multitude of uh, topics from inappropriate uh, children's comments, uh, weird gifts, and uh, various other things that we're going to... Um, and, and the moment you realise you were fat, that was what I thought we'd do. I had a weird moment this week. I'll tell you about it later. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. It's kind of weird having a studio audience. It's it's sort of created an unnecessary pressure. It feels like we're at a pre- <laughs> it feels like we're at a press conference. Yeah, it does. It's definitely set up. Refugees like have just come back from somewhere. Game was an awful, awful time. Yeah, or I've just signed you for my local yeah. football team. I'm happy to be signing for the Manford Eleven. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Also, it's weird to have a direct feedback uh, straight after a link's finished. Yeah, like straight away, Maureen here, Maureen in the corner, Chris uh, was uh, mentioned. Uh, I, I was sort of saying that the 28-hour the, the ferry journey to Santander sounded like a nightmare. You were straight in, defending. That's brilliant. It. It's like a mini cruise. It adds to the holiday. 
It's part of the holiday. Absolutely. You have for your own 20... cabin, nice meals, plenty to drink at cheap prices. What's Do not you done? work for them? <laughs> I mean, it does sound very much like you are part of their PR. Right. And you can sunbathe on deck you know, oh, right. and watch whales and dolphins. And just, well. just to be clear, this isn't the bank you're going to here. Not Santander, no. Oh, yes, it is, it is where the bank is headquarters on. Oh, well, there okay. you go, Charlie. You were, yeah. being, you were being facetious, but it was actually true. You've got to sit back. <laughs> uh, so 8, 12, 15 on the, uh, on the text this morning. There are many, many people uh, up and about and uh, joining in. Uh, we've got, uh, hi, Jason, I'm getting married today. Uh, so getting ready. Uh, my bridesmaids, my bridesmaids uh, met you in Benidorm the other week. I don't know anything about that. Um, I deny all knowledge about that. Me, me, and, me and Steve went out in Benidorm one night, didn't we? Uh, we just had a sort of a, a little bit of quiet. Italian meal and um, it was a quiet nice one. Wasn't quiet. It was quiet it was one, really. We didn't do any karaoke back, or anything. I know. Back that. in bed for eleven, weren't we? Yeah, back in bed for eleven. Nathan, Tom and Phil off to watch West Ham uh, up at 6am. Come on, you irons. Plus, he's got a little tip here. Plus, use... It's not... It doesn't sound like a real tip either. Use red wine to help clean up baby poo. That's not a real thing, is it? That sounds like it'll make... That only cleans up the the image from your mind. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Work on a carpet. Just get on it, yeah. Ah, forget the poo. What's the point? What carpet? (laughs) He says, my dad still does it, and he's 54. I mean, that's too much information. That's horrible. Horrible. Horrible what people decide to uh, to message him this morning. Uh, And uh, Alex says, uh, he's texting uh, texting the show uh, to keep our boys, Ollie and Ben, quiet in the car. So I'm just helping out there. He just said, if I could read the text out... That'll keep him quiet. That'll keep him quiet in the car. So I'm just, I'm just trying to help out there. I don't think that's going to... I mean, if I just heard... If I was... How old are they? Seven or something. If I was a seven-year-old boy and I just heard my name read out on the radio... That's not going to shut you up. No, no, that's not going to make me quiet. That's yeah. very, very much the opposite. Uh, so there was um, quite a few weird uh, stories in the paper this week that I thought were quite funny. One of them, right, was, was this one, right? Do you know the... I've got a, I've got a being a bonnet about this, right? Being a bonnet about this anyway, right? About the sensitivity of people when it comes to jokes. All right, yeah. it winds me up. I mean, Johnny, you must get it sometimes. Yeah. I mean, you're the same as me. You're not a co- comic who is. We're not pushing boundaries of taste. You know, that's not our style, right? But every so often, you'll do a joke that gets a weird complaint, right? This happened this week. Do, do we watch Gogglebox? Do we enjoy Gogglebox? Yeah. yeah. Viewers watch Gogglebox, right? My favourite family on Gogglebox are the Siddiqui's. Oh, yeah. The Siddiqui's, yeah, yeah. They're great, aren't they? Darby. Right. Well, they were in the. Did you see them in the paper yeah. this week? So they were in the paper this week um, because the three lads, or two, of the, two out of the three lads, and the one who occasionally visits the dad, um, they were uh, they went paintballing or something like that, and so they were all in the camouflage gear, and uh, one of them uploaded it onto their own Facebook page, not like for public view, just yeah. on their own private Facebook page, and they put ISIS training day. Look how happy we are! <laughs> right. <laughs> There are three Asian guys in camouflage gear, and they thought that would be a funny joke, right? Now, I'm telling you now, that is a funny joke. Well, everyone's just laughed. Yes, it's a funny joke, and that's without even the picture, just from your mind, right? Um... So they've all appeared on the uh, on Gogglebox uh, at various times, um, but this isn't, this is a bit that gets me, Steve. Despite their friends also sharing the jokes, making fun of the terrorists on social media network, a Facebook friend reported the photograph caption to Derbyshire Police. Oh. A friend? No real, Facebook? no real friend. No, no, not a friend at all. 
Derbyshire Constabulary, very sensibly, uh, when after they completed investigation, this, oh, this is what our tax money's going Look, on. Looked at the picture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's completed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and said they were satisfied that there were no terror links. Okay. <laughs> and no offences had been committed. Um, they had to, like, make an apology uh, in, the, in the paper, and people were like, even on Twitter and places where people are quite, you know, generally quite liberal about stuff, uh, People are complaining about it, about no, this joke. It's a joke, innit? What is wrong with people? Well, you know what would be great? If on Facebook, when you normally have that block and it says friends and it tells you how many, it also said enemies. Yes. And then you had a number. Yeah. And you thought, yeah. oh, I never knew. Yeah. You had it in for me. Exactly. Or, or yeah. not sure. Yeah, in the middle, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or every so often, it, like, it'll go, uh, it's been one year since you've uh, befriended your arch enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> year, year update. I just can't believe it's got to this point where, like, if we can't do jokes about ISIS, right, and terrorists in general, then that... That's when the terrorists win, Steve. Mm, yeah, that's, that's when they take it. That's that's what's taking your freedom of speech. Yeah. I get very passionate about this. There's people out there who watch like they'll watch the news and not complain at all, and then watch an episode of Mock the Week and, and ring in. Yeah, or like, Gogglebox or Gogglebox, for example. <laughs> you know, like knock knock. What about homeless people? They've not got a door. Like you know, they they'll find a way to be insulted by something. Yeah, yeah. And they're always offended on other people's behalf. It winds me up. Just grow up. Or turn a telly over or do something. It winds me up. 8.12.15 on the text uh, if you want to drop a complaint in. Uh, <laughs> uh, for attention of Chris Skinner, uh, the producer. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Joined by Steve Edge, Johnny Awesome and a studio audience. So, our giving themselves a round of applause. I'm into that. I'm into that. Uh, there's a big story in the paper this week, uh, and, uh, well, it wasn't that big, but I'm making it bigger than it is. Um, it was uh, about Norway uh, are considering giving Finland a mountain for their 100th birthday. Uh, they've not mentioned postage and packaging, stuff like that, but uh, they're going to give a mountain. I think there's a mountain on the... On the board. On the I don't, board, I don't yeah. think it's like right in the middle. <laughs> That'd be a bit hard. Yeah, they looked at it, so it could do with a bit of a clean up and they've gone, do you know what? You can have it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's essentially what's <laughs> happened. Uh, so I, uh, I wanted to know about weird gifts, odd gifts uh, that you have received. Um, I, I imagine we won't get many people telling us what weird gifts they've given because you don't think your gift's weird uh, but uh, what weird gifts that you've received that's what we're, we're looking for this morning we've already asked our studio uh, audience and now I'm asking you 81215 uh, is the text uh, or you can give me a call 030 uh, what's the rest of that 1231215 it's not written in front of me like it usually is uh, and, uh, and on Facebook already I got a load of people who've uh, messaged me Maria said as a wedding gift a cousin brought me a banjo shaped clock uh, Lisa says, my aunt gave us a three-foot-tall, four-foot-long dinosaur that you can sit on as a new baby gift. Uh-huh. And Diane in Bedford said, my son received Utah Monopoly from his aunt one Christmas. We live in Manchester. Well, this present that you've got me, I don't know what to say. But when you're gone, it's going on eBay. Nice. Get rid of it. <laughs> Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. We are talking weird gifts. So, uh, in the paper this week, Norway have gifted, uh, they've gifted a, a mountain. And Norway the ones that give us a Christmas tree every year? Yes, they are, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. They like, they're like giving away big stuff, don't they? I yeah. mean, getting a Christmas tree, that's a lovely present, but how do you get rid of it in January? Council aren't taking that, are they? You get that in bin bags, it's massive. <laughs> it is a, it's always a massive one, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean. It's the biggest one. 
Imagine being the bin went turning up like, oh, that's bloody Norway. Uh, so we're talking weird gifts this morning, uh, and uh, already people getting stuck in. We've asked our studio audience, Steve's going to have a little rattle through uh, some of them uh, very shortly. Uh, on Facebook we had Jenny uh, Nichols who said, my dad, bless him, brought me a joint of ham a few years back with the reasoning because my daughter likes ham. That's it. That's all they needed. Good present. That's a pretty good present. Uh, Elizabeth Shrimpton, she said, the Bible on cassette from an auntie. Uh, Nicola Grimes, my nan brought my two-year-old garlic bread-flavoured rock from a trip to Blackpool. That sounds rank. Uh, Lynn says, uh, a crash helmet for my hubby. Doesn't even have a motorbike. And uh, Jessie Hutton, I got a miniature cutlery set from an aunt. A set of four forks, four knives and four spoons, all about three centimetres long in a tiny cutlery tray. No reason behind it. It wasn't for a dollhouse. I wasn't a child. <laughs> it was just tiny cutlery. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. So we've asked our studio answer. Steve's been through uh, their answers. Well, we've got a few here. Uh, so who have we got? What names have we well, got? We've got uh, Bob. Bob. Where's Bob? Where's Bob? There he is in the middle there. Go Bob, on, Chris. Bob got a woolly bobble hat. Who was that from? Birthday. Who was that from? It was from my from mum. From your mum. Oh, and when's your birthday? In July. July. Nice. Perfect. Yeah. Really good. Well, you're a badly drawn boy gets away with it, doesn't he? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Who else have we got? We've got um, Conrad. Is that Conrad? Conrad, yeah, there Conrad he is. There. Okay, what, what did you get, Conrad? A, a tiny little garden in a plastic box <laughs> full of sand with a rake about an inch long. Tiny little, you've written here, a tiny <laughs> little rake just to, just to push about. What's yeah, it? I, I think is it, it a just, functioning garden? I don't know what it is. A little rock, a little rake, a little sand. <laughs> I think it might be some Buddhist-type Japanese thing. or yeah. it, wow. it was a secret sand from someone who didn't oh. know me or like me. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yes, of course. So you just threw <laughs> it against the wall. <laughs> uh, Michelle uh, messaged. She said, One Christmas, my dad got me and my brother an amazing gift. It was a box of eggs with the numbers 360 on it. He said, you keep pestering me for one of those eggs box 360s, so Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's a great dad gag, isn't it? That's worth... All Christmas Eve, he must have been going, <laughs> he, he was more excited than the kids. Yeah, Christmas was in that year. <laughs> That's a bit like my dad used to, um, when we'd, be like, we'd go through the catalogue and go, want that, want that, and we'd circle it. My dad would cut them out. Uh, the pictures out, and, and just they're just yeah, just give you the picture. Uh, uh, Debbie says I'd been with my fiance for a month when we had our first Christmas together, uh, so wouldn't expect his mum to buy me a gift at all. No, but the rape alarm she gave me seemed a strange <laughs> gift to give a son's well, new girlfriend. Mother knows her son, doesn't she? That's, <laughs> that's that is weird. It's a really weird present. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music. Matters. We've got the audience in and we're ready to go. It's time for the Jason Manford Show. Very nice. I could get used to this, I'll be honest with you. Uh, good morning. Hope you're well. It's Absolute Radio. I'm joined by Steve Edge. Hello. Uh, Johnny Orson. Hello. Beautiful tones. And the studio audience, who you just heard as well. Uh, knocking around. We've been talking weird gifts this morning. We've got Adam Hills joining us in half an hour. Uh, Meryl, uh, Lee, sorry, Meryl Lee messaged me. She said, for Christmas, when I was 22, my nan got me an oil painting of some budgies on a branch. Nice. You know, weird, sort of semi-weird. Why are you reading it out, Jason? It doesn't sound that weird. Stick around. It didn't have a frame or anything, and on the back, the artist had signed it and put the place where it was painted. Dartmoor Prison. (laughs) I 
mean, that is a weird gift. Yeah, that is weird. That is the bird man as well. That is, that is a weird gift. Uh, I like gifts that have got hints as well. Stephanie message, she said, My nan brought us aqua-coloured towels once uh, to, uh, to match our bathroom, except our bathroom is grey. Transpires, she doesn't actually like our bathroom and thought the new towels would inspire us to change it. Yeah, I've got, I've got one of those persuasive ones from Angie Shepherd. It's an ex-boyfriend of mine once got me a book as a birthday gift. Paul McKenna's I Can Make You Thin. Wow, that's why ex boyfriend. Should I have dumped him or at him? We're not yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, who else do we have? We had uh, Claire Benson messaged me. She said, uh, My dad's the king of weird gifts. He's bought uh, a coyote's tail from a flea market. That's weird, isn't yeah. it? A gin bottle he made into a lamp, which, to be fair, was actually brilliant. Yeah. A rhinoceros beetle in perspex. Where does he keep all this stuff? I mean, that's just mad, isn't it? Naomi said once... Now, this is... A, I think this is a lesson learned here. Naomi Beatty said, I once got a haggis off my great-aunt from Scotland, who I had happened to mention at a family get-together that I quite liked. She didn't know my address or my mum's, but knew the village where we lived. The parcel was wrapped in brown tape, it looked like a bomb. Nice. It had my mum's first name on it because she couldn't remember the married name with mine underneath it and the village name. So basically she put Samantha and then the village and name. And the name of a village. It took about a week to get to me when it got there. Needless to say, we didn't eat it. But I think there's an interesting lesson to be learnt there, which is those sort of, I'd say about eight to ten weeks leading up to Christmas... Don't mention anything yeah, yeah. to any of your friends and family because they seize upon anything. You know what I mean? You'll be like, oh, crikey, I tell you what, I, just, well, I really like haggis, for example. Like eight weeks before, that's yeah, all you're getting, haggis, yeah, they're looking, haggis. They're looking for a clue, aren't they? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if Dad's arm is on TV and you just chuckle at one joke, you're getting a box set. Box yeah. set. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You're getting the whole thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So just be careful what, what, what you do with that. 8, 12, 15 uh, on the text this morning. We, we've got a couple more uh, from our studio audience. Steve, who have we got? Uh, we've got um, Angela a trainer. Where's Angela? Where's Angela? Oh, there's Angela. What um, did you get, Angela? I got an ice scraper for a car windscreen, but I don't own a car. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there a part of you that thinks they were on the way to the house and went, oh, we haven't got a present? That's exactly What's in the glove what, box? That's, that's exactly what That's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. And Anthea, where's Anthea? Oh, she's gone for a week. Anthony's gone for a week. But uh, oh, I like on that garage one is it's like everybody had that idea and they didn't. All they had left was scrapers. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't even get like chocolates or anything in the garage. A Cornish pasty. Everyone had been doing the last minute. <laughs> no, thing. I think I don't even think they got. I think out it's in the, the glove box. It's in the glove box. Yeah, I think it's in the car. Oh, oh wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were like, right, t- yeah. tissues, receipts. The... I can't give her receipts. <laughs> could have been worse, though. You could have got something like a, a cassette of like Phil Collins from '82 or something. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Uh, we're joined by Steve Edge, Hello. our co-host, uh, our studio audience. Uh, Johnny Awesome. Hello. And special guest, Adam Hill. Hey. <laughs> Hello, everyone. We've even, got a, we've even got a jingle for you, Adam. Really? Yes, okay. that's how excited we are. This is for you, Adam. This. He's going to Rio for the Paralympics. The water's bad, he better take some pills. Australian and West Ham fan, he's forever blowing bubbles. It's Adam Hill. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Look at that. That is 
you know, it, the processes, my mental processes there were, can I have that before every show? I was thinking I could just walk around with you. When you come out the left, I'll do that. Downstairs. <laughs> Downstairs when you come out. That I, do you know what? I genuinely thought I want to be introduced with that, by that every time and then realised, actually, it's not going to make any sense, the Rio thing, for the rest of my life. I could change the words, Adam. Oh, could you? Yeah. He's like that. Oh, yeah. my I could change goodness. the words. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Even that, he only come up with about five minutes ago. Yeah. You could even say he's been to Rio and then like, it's you know, all, okay. like He went out last night and had a big night. He shouldn't really do it, but he took some pills. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever you want me to sing. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. Yeah, we're off. Is, well, we're what off. a way What else did he do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm interested. <laughs> it's 9.16 in the morning. I think we'll start there. <laughs> we did, we did you know, I'm going to bring you along when I've had a big night and can't remember quite what I did. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a refresher. Yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah. Well, the audience, by the way. I'm really sorry. I got a bit freaked out. I kind of walked into a radio interview. There was an audience, and yes. then I put my head down and just walked to you and, w- and didn't say hello to anyone. Well, there we are. We're, we're saying hello now. I know we thought we'd do it different this week. We thought we'd have a, we'd have a bit of a party. Is this the first time you've had this an audience? This is the first time we've had an audience, yeah. Wow. This is our first one. I should have, do you know what? I should have known that because it's incredibly well catered. Yes. <laughs> Basically, the catering, you can't say it, obviously, because it's on the radio, but the catering looks like, I don't know if you've seen Obese, A Year to Save My Life. You know when they get the, they get the table out and they go, this is what you eat in a fortnight. Yeah. That's what we've got, but just this morning. But you only ever do that for the first, the first time. You only cater well for the first time. Because... Yeah, the, well, the bananas aren't coming again, are they? Look, no yeah, no, no one's even touched the bananas. <laughs> yeah, and you've, over, you've really over-catered now that I look at that. That's remarkable. <laughs> well, I remember one of the first gigs I ever did over here um, was, uh, look, I'm going to say who it was, a whole bunch of comedians, and it was in um, Colchester. Oh, right. Yeah. And it was the first time this venue had ever done a gig. And we walked backstage, and it was twice as much as what you've got, but with alcohol. So there were four of every beer, but there were five different types of beers. And there were bananas, and there was bottles of wine. And one of the comedians happened to be going to a party straight after the gig and basically filled his bag up with everything and took it to a party. Go on, tell us who it was. (laughs) It was Ross Noble, actually, of all people. <laughs> of all people. The one who doesn't, doesn't even drink. drink. I'm off to a party. I'm just going to tick everything. <laughs> and uh, apparently they never catered for that show ever again. Yes, they spoiled it for the rest of us. <laughs> well, we've, funnily enough, we've been talking about weird gifts this morning. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, so that sort of fits in uh, nicely. We, yeah. uh, Norway, have, uh, they're considering giving Finland a mountain for their 100th birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so we've been talking different gifts. There's one which made me laugh. So the BBC, God love them, uh, they put together uh, six weird gifts, like uh, international weird gifts that yeah. happened. Uh, the Statue of Liberty, of course, from France to America. Uh, America uh, gave uh, Russia a literal reset button after the Cold War. Like it was act- They actually made a big red button that said reset. Wow. As a sort of gift to go, hey, come on, let's put it all behind us. But my favourite, <laughs> right, was yeah. this like passive-aggressive, slap in the face from America Gordon Brown had taken the time to give a thoughtful gift to Obama right he uh, he gave him a pen holder fashioned from the lumber of a Victorian anti-slavery ship Mm. like it's a really detailed beautifully thought out gift someone you would expect as clever as Gordon Brown would do that sort of thing right Uh, Obama 
not that bothered. He gave, uh, essentially, a blockbuster bargain bins worth of DVDs. <laughs> right, that's what he gave back. Not only did he give them a load of DVDs, they were all region one. Don't even play in the UK. Oh. Amazing. Amazing. Unbelievable. I remember when that happened. That's I a terrible yeah. gift. And as, as, a, as a world leader, I, I mean, it's nice to know world leaders go through that stuff that we all go through when you're giving <laughs> gifts and you get it wrong. Yeah, what do I get? Gordon Brown's got to do that thing of pretending to like the DVDs. <laughs> yeah. oh. I've never seen Big Mama's house. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, there's a second one. Brilliant. King Ralph. <laughs> what? He's, he's in charge of... Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Meanwhile, Obama's got to receive this beautiful anti-slavery pen yeah. knowing in the back of his Sweating. Head, oh, what have I done? <laughs> yeah. Michelle just <laughs> shaking her head. I told you, I told you. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio with a live audience. You'll have to just believe me that there's a live audience. That could just be a sound effects tape. Uh, We've got Adam Hills in the room. They're on a slight delay. Can you press play? (laughs) Can you press play faster on the audience? Uh, uh, Steve Edge. And Donny Awesome. Uh, and we're talking this morning uh, about weird gifts, weird gifts that uh, you've received. Uh, this is from Ian in Barnsley. He says, uh, my mum gave me a TV licence five years ago, spread the payment by direct debit, uh, but she forgot to stop it. So still, she's still paying it every month. I can't, I can't, I've not got the heart to tell her. Uh, this was uh, Leslie in uh, Cardigan. She says, uh, when I gave my 13-year-old a book on taxidermy for Christmas. Still not looked at it. Not even looked at it. That is a weird gift to give a child. Couldn't why be stuffed. You, why would you? Hey. hey. <laughs> and uh, uh, I like this one from Ashley. She says, my great aunt gave me some gloves last Christmas. That seems like a normal present, doesn't it? Yeah. Normal, normal so far. They had originally been made specially for someone who was missing their thumbs. Okay. As both, both thumb holes had been <laughs> stuffed and stitched back up so that the wearer could ha- look like they had all their digits. Safe to say, as someone with all their fingers and thumbs, this was definitely a crap gift. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I've had some rubbish gifts in my time. Uh, my dad's terrible at them. I've had like a, I got a pretend uh, electric razor one year. I was like twenty-four. A pretend, pretend one, yeah, just a toy one. Just buzzes. Just buzzes. It just, it, it, it still has to put batteries in it, yeah. and it made the noise, but it didn't actually do anything. It was just a toy one. I think he thought, I think he thought it was a real one for dead cheap. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it was. Oh, get that. that's what happened. What about you, Adam? You had a- I was once a party to a weird gift. I bumped into a mate's girlfriend once uh, in Sydney, and she. I said, "What are you, what are you doing?" She said, oh, "I've just bought a. I've just bought a. You know, a Christmas present for." Mm. For James, and I went, oh, really? Yeah, what is it? And she went, she got a bit awkward, and she said, I don't know if I should show you. And I went, what? She went, I went to an adult shop nice. and bought him, and I looked in the bag and went, oh, that's going to be interesting on Christmas Day. Oh. And so I didn't see him until a few weeks after Christmas, and yeah. there was this really awkward conversation where I went, so, how was Christmas? <laughs> and he went really quiet. <laughs> and I thought, I can't tell him that I know what he got. Yeah, because that so, would be weird. So what did, what did your girlfriend give you? <laughs> <Skirting around. laughs> Have and you got a, them in now? <laughs> and eventually... <laughs> <laughs> Must have been buzzing the next day. Um, and then there was a really awkward conversation. Yeah, I of course, yeah. Where, but I, I just waited for him to say, and eventually he said, 
okay, I have to tell you, I got this really weird gift. And I went, I know, I know, I saw it. <laughs> Thank God. I wondered where it was going to go. So you're um, about to go on tour, Adam. Yes, I am. Yes. Uh, where, tell us about this. Clown, uh, Clown Heart, that's a great title, for, especially for a show that you're doing. Do you know, well, I, it's a, I had a friend uh, who's a professional clown, actually, and saw okay. me do a stand-up gig once and afterwards went, you've got a clown heart. Oh, and I thought that was a real nice. compliment. So that's kind of... Yeah, because if that was like Jim Jeffries, I think he'd, uh, he'd have a clown cart maybe in his fridge where he'd <laughs> kill the clown <laughs> and kept its heart. But with you, I think there must be a nice reason for I'd it. Like, yeah, it's, um, it's basically about, you know, making the most of life and, and, and yeah. just laughing whenever you can and being as silly as but possible. But your shows are always just... Like, I don't know how you manage to keep them uh, so positive and... You know, because a lot of stand-up is based in cynicism and, uh, you know, and, and your stand-ups always... When I've been to see you in Edinburgh and various places, you always, always come out fe- like a feel-good show. Well, I think part of that's being from Australia. You know, yeah. when you do stand-up comedy in Australia, you go on stage at night, you can't be cynical because people have spent most of the day on the beach. Of course, you yeah. Can't, you can't go out and go, you know, life's, life's ridiculous and this government's stupid and people go, mate, it's 37 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess there is that. I've just had a barbecue and I've got a suntan. I mean, how tough can it be? <laughs> yeah, so I think it's part of that. But um, So, yeah, I've toured this show because of The Last Leg, yeah. um, the Channel 4 show that I host. Uh, I we can... love The Last Leg. Do we, we watch oh, The Last Leg? Yeah. Thank you. It's fantastic. Um, I can't do it constantly. I can't yeah, tour constantly, so I come back and forward to this show. So this is the end of the tour now. Because you've really nailed the, the, the topical... Th- I mean, I've had a go at it a couple of times myself. Topical, weekly topicals. They're so hard to do. I've, I've failed at least twice. The secret and is you to... you <laughs> to be nailing it. The secret is to do it live. Right, Because the yeah. thing is, if you pre-record it... Yeah. Like, they're, like Mock the Week, for instance, and Dara's a really good friend, and I know, mm. he, you know, he'll, they'll pre-record Mock the Week on a Tuesday, and yeah, then by Thursday, the news has completely changed. Yeah, I mean, the last series of The Last League, we were rewriting the show virtually every Well, Friday. I remember being on it, and even that evening as we were leaving, oh, by the way, we're going to do this story oh now, which just gosh, happened, yeah. you know. I mean, between a Brexit, yeah. uh, between, I mean, we had to cover Joe Cox being shot, which was terrible. How do you do a comedy show about that? Yeah. But you just got to talk about what, if you, if you don't talk about it, you look stupid. Yes, of course. Um, and then you've got Boris Johnson deciding not to be Prime Minister, and then the, literally half an hour before we went to air on the final night, uh, the producer walked in and went, oh, um, just to let you know, there's been a coup in Turkey. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. How do we cover yeah. this? Write a joke about it now. <laughs> yeah, if you're learning the news first and then writing jokes on it, you're doing two jobs, aren't you? So well, and the stupid bit was we kind of, uh, while we were on air, it was all quite peaceful in Turkey, mm. so we made jokes about it. Right. And then, of course, it, it all descended into Have you been of- in much trouble for anything uh, on last night? Has any, anyone? Yes. Yeah. We once made a joke about what the Tokyo Olympics opening ceremony will look like being that that's right next to Fukushima and everyone will be irradiated zombies. Why? Uh, right. I see, yeah. so I see how that probably... Yeah. We did Michael Jackson's thriller with people, you know, <laughs> right. with radiation poisoning yeah, and yeah. we got a letter from the right. Japanese ambassador Ooh, uh, saying yes. please don't do that. We also got an unofficial call from... They're so M- polite, even in, their, even in their complaints. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and we got... We also... We, it was subtly mentioned to us by MI6 that we possibly should shouldn't keep saying Vladimir Putin is gay. Right. Turns out he's a bit um, uh, tense about that. Right, I see. Yes, like of course, you don't want to upset one of the most evil men in the world. No, he's, I mean, I mean it's his own fault. <laughs> <laughs> in case he's listening. 
<laughs> he does listen. Oh, I, remember, I remember one of the things he recently said. He's, he's a big fan of Donald Trump and loves Jason Manford. Those are two. Because oh. <laughs> the podcast. He downloads the podcast. Yeah. He's, he, he, all he wants is a song well, from Johnny Awesome. That's all I, he wants is his own song. I, I like him. I like him. Let's play, let's, I don't know what the next song is, but whatever it is, this one's for you, Vlad. <laughs> I'm on a quest at the moment to play at the O2 Arena. That's like my big dream to play there. And it's become a real obsession. It's a sort of driving purpose in my life. And I've had an idea recently uh, about how I might make it happen. So I'm going to sing this to you now and tell you all about it. It goes like this. When my daughter was small and full of Ribena, we went on a tour of the O2 Arena. (laughs) And I promised her then that one day I'd play on that stage. Yes, I did. And the years rolled on by and I'd look into her eyes and see she still believed I could capture that prize. It was breaking my heart that I just couldn't see a way through. No, no, no. But then I found the answer. A one-man dream enhancer. Someone who always comes through If your prayers have gone unanswered Just call Jason Manford He's the man who makes dreams come true Yes, he is Well, his absolute show starts at eight on the dot and for me, he's the definitive Caractacus parts. <laughs> and when all hope is lost, Jason will carry you home like a bag. And I know he looks uncertain, but that's just his safety curtain. Deep down, he knows what to do. Your prayers have gone unanswered. Just call Jason Manford. <laughs> He's the man who makes dreams come true. Oh, we're really rocking now. And when this show's over, gonna go back home. And I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna sit my daughter down and say that thanks to Jason, your daddy's gonna play the O2. Yeah, and then one more prayer will have been answered. Oh, thanks to Jason Manford, cause he's the man who makes dreams come true. Nice. Yeah. So, if you could just sort that out. Yeah, no, I'll, the, ring, uh... I'll ring them this afternoon. Oh, I've got well, the, great, mate. Yeah, I've got the number, I think. I've got to be honest, when you when you were getting up to that chorus, just before you got to his name, I was thinking, I'm only playing the Hammersmith Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> There's only so much I can do for you. <laughs> yeah, we can, uh, we can get, I can get you in there. That's no problem. I've got, I know a few fellas who can break a lock. We'll just go in one night when it's empty. <laughs> it doesn't matter, you don't need a crowd. 
Well, you didn't promise that bit to Maybe if there's, a, if there's a listener out there that can help, maybe a band that's coming to the O2. I mean, oh, absolutely, right, it's a cool show. You. There could be a band that's listening hey. and going, hey, you know what, Johnny, come down and do a song. How old's your daughter? She's four. I mean, technically, she doesn't know what the O2 necessarily is. Oh, she does. Do you reckon? <laughs> yeah. This all came about because we went on this tour and there was a picture taken of the two of us. Oh, I see. And uh, I told her on that day I was going to play it. Why and, did you uh, do that? That's in a frame. <laughs> I know, well, this is it. That's, uh, a, big, know, that's a big thing to, to promise. I mean, I went for it. I got a bit excited. Fair and play. the, uh, yeah, the picture's up on the wall in the house, so it's like a, mm. a constant reminder. I mean, I've, I have played the O2, like I did it on my second tour, but I, I mean, I definitely peaked. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I'm going to be able to play and sell one out again. So, Here's you know. a question for you. At what point... Don't know. Like, like, how much time do you think you've got? She's four. Mm. At yeah. what point does, does her dream die? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good question, Adam. Uh, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? At what point yeah. is she still excited? Like, Danny well, there is, still there play is, the O2? There is kind of a timescale to it because... Um, I am on a quest to do it. I'm yeah. trying everything. I'm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying everything I can, including this. And yeah. uh, I'm writing a show about it as I go for right. next year's Edinburgh Festival. Right. So really, my, my hope is to, to get on there and play there before next It feels next a little August. bit like you've <laughs> essentially uh, guilt-tripped a lot of people by including your daughter. I mean, basically, mm. you could go, I promised my daughter that like, you would give me a million pounds, and if you don't, <laughs> she'll be really upset. Do you want to see her cry? <laughs> and also, can I point out one other thing? My, do- my, my daughter is six at the moment. When she was four, she got up on stage with me and danced around at the beginning of one of my shows because she always wanted yeah. to. And when I talk to her now, this is two years later, I go, do you remember that time you got up and danced with me? She goes, no. She has no. Now, if you peak too early, I mean, imagine you play the O2, your daughter's five, and then in a couple of years' time you go, remember that time Daddy played the O2? And she goes, no. Yeah, <laughs> I've tried to talk her out of it, though. That's the okay. thing. I mean, I, oh, I, had a, I sat her down and said, you know, it's not really down to me. And then the next day when I picked her up from nursery and I was carrying her out the door, her teacher went, oh, good luck with your big show. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I said, what? And she said, oh, you show at the O2 Arena. Mabel told everyone this morning in class. Oh. And I was like, what? It'll happen. So, It'll happen. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll make that dream come true. Where real music matters. I've not seen uh, Adam since we played uh, football together at the Kilkenny Comedy Fest. Indeed. We played there. The Comedian's Football Match. The Comedian's Football Match. Steve Edge... We've never played football together, have we? No, we are not. We're not footballers. We're not no. footballers. Really, it's quite a big. For those who don't know, the Kilkenny Comedy Festival. It started yes. out as a kick around in the park. Yeah. And it's now the rest of the world versus Ireland comedians. Yes. There's about maybe five hundred to a thousand people turn up to yeah. watch it. It's crazy. They, have, they had to employ comedians as commentators over the loudspeakers because it was getting too serious. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the kind of thing where. I, so I was in Montreal last there's week. Nothing, just before you say that, there's nothing like being ribbed by those Irish comics though is there I oh. mean those Irish comics doing the uh, commentary I mean at one point uh, Carl Spain who uh, I remember this clearly almost like I remember the moments at school when I got bullied yeah it was, uh, <laughs> like it, it, it's logged in that same category yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a moment where I was up front in inverted commas I was just stood there and uh, waiting for the ball and uh, and Carl Spain said um, and uh, what a huge honour it is to have uh, international internationally successful comedian Jason Manford here in Kilkenny they've even erected a statue in his honour <laughs> oh no it is Jason Manford uh, <laughs> I remember it clearly <laughs> and there's such a weird bond so I was in Montreal last week for the festival and someone introduced me to Louis CK oh wow and said Louis do you know Adam Hills and he turned around I'm going to see him on Friday are you going to see him yeah, on Friday yeah, yeah. yeah. he turned around and looked at me and went 
Oh, my God, Adam, we played football together in Kilkenny on your one leg. Man, the Irish hated losing that day, didn't they? It's this really amazing People bond of anyone that's been there and gone through so it. So funny. I, the, my favourite game of, uh, like, celeb football that I've ever been involved in was at Old Trafford uh, maybe about six years ago, and it was for Comet Relief. Mm. And uh, it was Manchester, similar, Manchester United versus the rest of the world. And it was United ex-players and fans versus the rest of the world ex-players and fans. And there's a weird thing when you play with ex-pros because you just get so involved really quickly like when, yeah. in the first minute you're like alright Mr Rush like when you meet Ian Rush and then five minutes in you're like Rushy Rushy <laughs> I was free then <laughs> I get really into it you know and uh, there was an amazing moment where Yap Stam do you remember Yap Stam yeah. the big Dutch player who played for Manchester United in the defence uh, he had the ball and Lee Mack right, who's <laughs> one of my favourite human beings right, Lee Mack um, slide tackled Yap Stam Right, and who's a huge mountain? He's just like a wall of muscle with two eyes. Right, he's mm. massive, and he, he missed the ball, and then petulantly, and who knows why Lee did this? Just did a little kick, like kicked Yapstam in the leg. Right, right. and Yapstam looked down, like you would look down if like a like a a, a, a fly hit your arm. Like he just yeah. looked down at Lee Mack, and this is something you will never see in a professional game of football. As he looked down at Lee Mack, Lee was lying on the floor, and Lee went. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like you never get that in the Premier League. <laughs> Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. If you have a kid, it's safe to say your life will change. And there's lots of things that you will have to rearrange. But this one thing happens that I never knew. Your kids will embarrass you. Absolutely, absolutely. So I was in a restaurant mm-hmm. um, a little while back, and uh, my early on, my daughter found this like it was like a hard. I don't know if you've seen them like hard plastic balls, and they like spiky a little bit, and they bounce and they, and they light up. Oh yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah, yeah. so she just randomly, she's like seven, she started randomly sort of rubbing it onto the back of my uh, shoulders. It was like one of those massage things. Oh, she's yeah. rubbing it into the back of my shoulder. And I was like, yeah. it's actually quite. It's actually quite nice. Like, Lights like, going off. So yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so she did it, and I was like, I said, "That's actually pretty good." That. So she did it for about two or three minutes. You know, when kids find something new to do, and then she off she went, and we all sort of forgot about it. And later on, in the same restaurant, um, the waiter came over and she said, Are "You having a good time?" And my daughter went, uh, "Yes, I gave Daddy a ball massage." <laughs> 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 we didn't stay for dessert. <laughs> <laughs> it was like one of them moments that you're like, oh, do I explain it or is that? Do, does it just sound weird? It sounds weirder. Yeah. So I, um, so that's what I thought we'd talk about this morning. Inappropriate kids, the moments where they just say something. So, uh, I mean, balls is quite a good one because you know, obviously, they, that's one of their favourite uh, toys, footballs and bits and bobs. So that can, that plays a lot. Cheryl messaged me to say uh, that Jason, that reminds me of my eldest uh, several years back. Uh, this was on Facebook. She said. Uh, we had just moved into our new house and I was introducing myself to the neighbour when I heard a scream. My young son ran out of the door in floods of tears. I attempted to get the story out of him. In between great heavy sobs in front of the elderly neighbours, she said, Daddy put my balls in his mouth. My husband flew out moments later to go, Maltesers! I ate his Maltesers! (laughs) Best introduction ever. So, this is what we're chatting about this morning. Inappropriate... 
children. Right. I mean, you've got kids, Saddam. I have, and I'm going to stick to the theme. <laughs> uh, so I've got a prosthetic foot. Yeah. Uh, so my right foot is shorter than my left, and it's got a little ankle joint on it. And so when you've got a small kid, when you've got like a two or three-year-old, and they look and go, what's that? How, it's really hard to explain. Well, mm. you know, it's, a, it's from birth and blah, blah, blah. So my daughter would look at it and kind of grab it, and I would make the ankle go back and forward and go, e or e or e or e or just, just yeah. so that she felt comfortable course, with me yeah, having yeah. a weird little foot. And she started to call it Daddy's Eeyore. Right. Which is fine <laughs> until friends' kids come round and you have a swim and then the friends' parents come round to pick up their kids and say, how was the swim? And they go, amazing, we saw BB's Daddy's Eeyore. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> he even let us play with it. And then you kind of got to explain. <laughs> so, I mean, it was my own fault, to be honest. Yeah, no, but you, you can't foresee it, though. You can't foresee it. That's the mad thing about it. So yeah. 8, 12, 15 is the, uh, is the text, if you've got anything like that. Um, or give us a call if it's, if it's better in person to tell me. 0330123 I mean, it might not just be a, a rude stuff. It might just be, uh, like Kate messaged me, she said, when Disney brought out the film The Hunchback of Notre Dame, uh, she said, my... Uh, my daughter was four or five and she loved it uh, she had the little figures and the books and the toys uh, we were in our local supermarket and my daughter had run in front to look at the toys in the next aisle she uh, like she always does suddenly she shouted at the top of her voice mom quasimodo is round here <laughs> i said hang on i'm coming wondering how much this toy was going to cost me i walked to the next aisle and there was a lovely gentleman with a curved spine <sighs> OMG, I could not apologise enough for dragging my daughter out of the shop. <laughs> he wouldn't have heard, though, because he's deaf because of the bells. So. <laughs> 8, 12, 15 is the text, uh, if you can top any of those. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio with our very energetic studio audience. <laughs> Uh, here. Adam Hills is here. Hooray! Uh, <laughs> Steve Edge is here. Hooray! Johnny Awesome's here. Hooray! You didn't think you were going to get one there. I was worried. I mean, <coughs> if, 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 collectively, if, as, a, as a sort of punchline, if they'd not cheered, that would have been very funny. But it would have been too hard for you to organise that <laughs> in such a short amount of time. Uh, it's our one-man house band. Uh, we, enjoyed, we enjoyed that song about getting, on, uh, getting at the O2. Good luck with that. Quite <laughs> a bit of pressure. Uh, and we're talking inappropriate uh, children this morning. Moments where kids have been inappropriate. We had a text come through here uh, that said, Flying to Inverness with our three-year-old. Uh, he came out of the loo looking very pleased uh, with himself. Pants around his ankles and announced at the top of his voice, Let's get naked, boys. <laughs> <laughs> It's like he's on a stag do. <laughs> uh, Gail message, she said, My ex-husband once uh, had to take my three-year-old daughter to the gents' public toilets. This is all, this always awkward, mm-hmm. that age where you've got to take girls into the boys and all that. She'd been making chocolate crispy cakes in nursery. And one was in a bag. It had been in a plastic bag. During her wee uh, in the gents' cubicle, she just suddenly remembered that this cake and how gooey it had been in the week and pulled it out of her bag. In her piping voice, uh, she shrieked, Look, Daddy, it's gone hard. When he tried to shush her, she tried again. But, Daddy, prod it, and it's gone hard. He (laughs) honestly thought he wouldn't get out of the gents alive. (laughs) It reminds me of a story that David Baddiel once told about... um, He he took his daughter into the uh, toilets, and she was going through uh, a stage where she... She was about six, and she was going through a stage where she kept saying his name in full. 
Like my kids right. sometimes do it. Like they yeah. just say because yeah. they hear your name in full. They say it in full, and. Um, she was about six or seven, and he said they were in the, the public loo um, on Hampstead Heath there. They go into the public loo, and they're in the, the men's toilets. There's other men in the loo, and in the cubicle, at the top of her voice, she suddenly, as he was, like, pulling her pants down to sit on the toilet, she went, David Badil, what are you doing? <laughs> 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 my favourite, favourite. I love that. Well, you've got all this to come, Steve. I know, mine's yeah, five, five and a half months. So yeah. Not even saying anything yet. No, it's all, all to come. I thought I was going to have an awkward moment yesterday. I was in a, in a taxi with my daughter. We were going through the West End. And um, she must have said that we went past a t shirt shop and I didn't see all the slogans, but quite loudly. And, and in, in, you know, <laughs> oh, no. yeah. She said, Daddy. What does I love gays mean? Wow. I went, oh. And I'm thinking, all I could think was this taxi driver can hear everything that's about of to course, happen. Yeah. What's about to happen? <laughs> and I went, well, um, okay. And, I'm, and again, you have to simplify it. You, yeah. can't, you can't just, you can't explain. Sometimes a man and another man. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can't, course, okay. Yeah. Well, there's LGBTQ. Now, L stands for, you can't <laughs> go through all of that. So I went, okay, well, gays are basically men who want to get married to men and ladies who want to get married to ladies. Yeah. And thinking, oh, what's about to happen? Oh, this is going to get awkward. What's a can of worms? My daughter totally just went, oh, okay. <laughs> hey, that show we saw was great. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally exactly. not faced yeah. by it. All the, all the worry about, oh, my God, what are kids going to do if they're exposed to it? Hey, what's cute? LBGTQ. I think, think it's queer. Oh, right, there's another... And another then there's an I at the end. Some people do LGBTQI as well, I think. Because they like the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Is that what it is? They're Lesbian, gay, bi, transgender, <laughs> and, and QI. And QI. <laughs> and the TV show QI. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about you, Johnny? Did your Mabel come up with anything? I think my favourite one is my uh, nephew, my youngest nephew. My sister took him swimming, and he did that thing where you just see something and say something, and he basically yeah. saw a really large, overweight guy and sort of went, look at that fat man, and my sister oh. scolded him immediately. Oh, you don't do that. And he said, bad, but look how big it... He said, look, if it's anything like that, you don't just shout something out, you just keep it to yourself, just think about it, have it in your head or whatever. And he, she carried on getting him changed, and he said, I keep thinking about fat people. <laughs> <laughs> lovely. Sam Wilson message says my son came on once to tell me he'd watched a film about a mouldy dick. It was Moby Dick. <laughs> I mean this is the sort of stuff we're getting this morning. So 81215 is the text. Uh, 033-123-1215 if you want to call me. Uh, Adam, is uh, you're about to take your kids to see a show today. I am indeed. I plan this possibly terribly. Yes. Uh, I've, I've, I've booked a show for 11 o'clock, a kids show. So uh, right now I've got a babysitter in a, in a cab with the kids. Brilliant. Uh, and then I'm going to meet them at the show and I'm really hoping this is all going to work out. It'll work out. We're fine. Your wife's away. The wife's away. So, so this is one of those, you know, tests. Don't a, lose them. As a dad. <laughs> <laughs> don't lose them. Basically, yeah. I, yeah. I took my kids away this uh, last week. We went to Portugal. We went to a water park. Mm. And uh, I was with my friend, who's a teacher. And I'm going to call him out on this. Because yeah. he's a teacher who used to look after 30 kids. And he was in the kids bit. And my two eldest daughters wanted to go on a slide. So my other daughter, uh, one of my other daughters, my little boy, were playing in the kids, you know, the little, the little bit. Yeah. And uh, so I said, right, you all right here? He had his boy as well. He went, I've got them. It's only three kids. I've got them. I was on a slide with my two daughters. And we're coming down. And I thought, was that my name? That's weird. It's like, you know, a thousand people in this park. And then I hear, can Jason Manford please come to reception? And I went to reception. 
And my daughter was there. She'd got, just wandered off and got lost in the park. But the weird thing was, because there were so many British people, as I was wandering over, there was just people pointing at the reception. It's that way, Jason! <laughs> <laughs> like, I lost her! <laughs> I was like, I'm not lost her! <laughs> I felt like walking around with my mate going, it was him! Everybody. <laughs> Thank God there wasn't a gorilla enclosure nearby. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah, no, that would have been weird at a water park. <laughs> Did you, though, as a parent, watch, you know, when the, when the kid fell into the gorilla enclosure, yeah. and a lot of people saying what terrible parenting mm. did you as a parent watch and go hang on do you have any idea how quickly a kid can move totally i've lost i mean i've lost my kids and think well luckily it was only in john lewis and there was no gorillas there so yeah, yeah i mean i think we defended that those parents on this show at the time as and well. also though, i remember people at the time were saying but if you're a parent and a zoo at, at a zoo wouldn't you keep hold of your kids just in case you go well who goes to a zoo thinking well i mean it's probably pretty terrible security here <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah yeah they could get in any of these cages <laughs> I better keep hold of them. Yeah, no, I, I, it was a bit weird when you... There was a moment where... Because I always say to my kids, this is the most sexist thing that I do, right? I'm, and I'm not a sexist, as not, not, nobody else is here. But mm. this is the sexist thing that I do in my life. I say to my kids, if you ever get lost, uh, I, I find a member of staff. If not, find a mummy. I always say, find a mummy. Yeah. And it's really quite, like... That's quite sexist, really. But I think, do you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm happy to play those odds. <laughs> find a mummy with a family. That's what she did. And I said to my daughter, I said, find a mummy with a family and then find a member of staff and then get yourself to reception. And I think my daughter took that as instructions rather than... <laughs> <laughs> I think she just went, oh, there's one. <laughs> just wandered off. I'm lost. Adam Hills, uh, is, his autumn tour uh, kicks off uh, on the 30th of September in Halifax. He was Halifax, Stoke, Salford, Harrogate, uh, Hammersmith, Apollo on the 8th of October, which is always a cracker. Uh, great venue. Cambridge, Hull, Plymouth, Southampton, Nottingham, Milton Keynes, Newcastle, Belfast, Chichester and Oxford. That should keep a lot of people happy on you Twitter. have gone for it because you know what it's like whenever you announce a yeah. tour you get the what about my house yeah. <laughs> I know because <laughs> you not played their garden what, what about the O2 arena <laughs> <laughs> I'm not big enough to fill the O2 arena on my own but together but together <laughs> we could, do we it. could be bring the these same. guys ah. if they just <laughs> well, it's, happening. it's happening it's snowboarding I was about to say we'd be like the Simon and Garfunkel of the comedy scene but with these guys we'd be like the polyphonic spree I think but just a whole 30 of us turning up so follow Adam Hills at, uh, at Adam Hills Comedy uh, or uh, check the website offthecurb.com for more details of his tour uh, oh, and uh, Last Leg is back with the Rio Last uh, Leg we're going to be uh, live every night from the Rio Paralympics wow so I think it's 8 o'clock uh, at night on Channel 4 crikey so uh, yeah, yeah you've been so, to Brazil before no it's really interesting I'm watching the Olympics right now mm. taking notes working out if anyone's getting Zika yes of course and yeah. then uh, if after the two I weeks I think you're alright though I think you'll be fine I think you're, you're, all right. you're old enough I mean to, look yeah. you know we've got enough disabilities going on we don't need any anymore yes of course uh, but <laughs> and it's you you uh, Alex and Josh Alex and Josh and I think uh, can I announce I think I can Stephen Mangan's coming out oh with great us, and I think Johnny Vegas and Catherine Ryan are both You're coming taking out Johnny Vegas to Brazil oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Steve spent four months with yeah. him in Benidorm so oh my god okay yeah. set fire to a shirt somebody's shirt <laughs> <laughs> Johnny had a bad shirt. It was 8 o'clock in the morning. We took somebody's shirt off and set fire to it in the street. I can just imagine. Johnny, what have you got? It's the Olympic fame. I didn't know what to do with it. I'm running with it. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> Best of luck. We'll look out for it. Thanks for coming in, mate. Oh, cheers. Thanks for having me. Thanks, everyone. Bye. This is Jason Manford. This 
is matters talking about that um water park the other day uh so i was in uh i think it's called slide and splash it's in uh portugal, in the portugal. Algarve, yeah and uh it's great like it's really good we had a good we had good fun but there was a moment that will probably stay with me forever forever steve um I didn't really want to go on the slides, to be honest. Because already you're walking around in your trunks. Yeah. You know, you're basically semi-naked. Like, I find it weird because I'm an overweight man. And I don't, I, wouldn't, I don't take my top off at the best of times. Although, weirdly, even as an overweight person, walking around feeling a bit sensitive about being fat, didn't stop me judging other fat people. Oh, no, no. no. Oh, more than happy to do that. <laughs> look, at the, look at the state of that guy. Yeah, Giving yeah. all that. Anyway. Went on, a, went on a flume, went on a slide. There's no panic, Steve. Like the panic of getting stuck on a slide. <laughs> That's what happened. Was it a covered slide? Were you it was a covered slide. Mm. And a tube, sort of. Yes, and it was called the black hole, oh, and it very much was for yeah. me. It was a dark day. Um, I got stuck because... You're like, is there a moment? All, already, I've heard the guy giving it, uh, Grande! Grande! Like, he's shouting oh, down to the guy at the bottom. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, Grande? I don't speak Portuguese, <laughs> but I know a bit. I, I know, I know enough. I know enough to know that's not a... He's not going, he's a grand person. Yeah, what a lovely <laughs> not gentleman. A, not a compliment. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, halfway got stuck. I mean... I think it was more down to water pressure. Yeah. You would, though. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. But obviously... Yeah, I have water th- pressure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was water pressure. Yeah. But I can just think... I'm, like, thinking, is someone going to come behind and, and kick me? Or am I going to end up in, a, like, a tangled wreck? At the, am I going to drown? Like, what? All these things were... And uh, in the end, I managed to sort of, like... Didn't the water build up behind you in, like, a dam and eventually... <laughs> Forced me out the yeah, end like a cork. It was like yeah, it was. exactly like, like a champagne cork. cork. No, it was it was like pushing a marshmallow through a straw. Yeah, That's what it was. Right. It was. I mean, I came down that slide. I came a out the other marshmallow end. through a straw. Yeah, that's essentially what it was. That was the last slide that I not went just went on that day. Then I will ever go on in my life. Yeah. Was that after the? Th- the announcement where you had to go and collect your door was that after that? Uh, that was after that. Yeah. So I'd was. love to think was was there a second announcement about you because they knew you were there then. <laughs> they knew that Jason Manford, the international comic, was in the park. Was it like ding dong? And it was like another one. Yes. About you, but this time yeah. not so great. No. So, but I just thought, you know what? This is a good topic for the radio state, which is yeah. the moment you realise you were fat. Mm. The moment you realise, I put on a few pounds and I need to sort it out. It might be something simple. It might just be the day that your hand was too fat to fit in the Pringles tube. Right? It might yeah. just be something like that. But the moment you thought, hang on, I better do something about this. Because yeah. some people never realise. Some people just carry on, like, until the crane comes to pick them up to take them to the hospital. Yeah. That just carries on forever. But yeah. some people, there's a point in your life where you go, right, I need to sort this out. As a... As a as a chair in, the, in our room, right, who, and this is radio, so no one will ever know, right? We're not even going to FaceTime, we're not going to uh, Facebook Live yet, right? Who, by, a, by way of a chair, reckons they're a bit overweight? Just give us a cheer. That's quite, I mean, that's quite a lot there. There's, and there's a couple of fellas not cheering who are, who are just sat in denial as well. It's like... <laughs> Yeah, whatever, mate. Looking at other people and nodding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are right. You yeah. are right. Correct. It's a weird. It's a, it's a weird sort of. Uh, it's a weird thing, isn't it? That putting on weight because you just you know. Like I know. Like it, it's not medical. There's no thyroid problem. <laughs> like I know literally. Even just from how all machines work, if you put 
the wrong sort of fuel into something mm. and it's not doing its work, yeah. <laughs> then it's going to get fat or break. And that's basically what's happened. Is, I mean, I've had two bananas this morning thinking, oh, I'll be dead healthy. Only because people are here. I'm thinking about the Panachakalas. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. In my head, I think I'm, I'm, I'm... And when I get out of here, I'm going to gorge myself somewhere. Like, it's got to that point. I mean, you're right. You've always been thin. I don't, well, I'm sort of skinny fat man. I'm sort of skinny... I was skinny... You're six foot three, though, aren't you? So yeah. You're actually 23 stone. But because yeah. you're so tall... Yeah. <laughs> Never knows. <laughs> Never. Ankles are massive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we, have we got a jingle for uh, for the moment you realised you were yeah, fat, Yeah, I'm going to make it sort of sad as well. Oh, yeah, you, know, you should do. With your polite, it goes like this. Go he was at the water slide, but a fun day out soon took a different turn, because halfway down poor Jason, he got stuck. Stop, I'm feeling for you there. No, one. I like that. It was nice. That was, very, was like Mumford and Sons. Um, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked uh, some of the ones when I posted it on Facebook the other day. I got quite a few uh, that came in, so you can join in as well. Eight twelve fifteen on the on the text. Uh, Richard Holt said, "I was on a water slide in Ibiza when uh, when the youth he's had the same thing when the sh- youth shouted to his colleagues something about Grande and spread his arms out wide. It is an actual thing. Yeah. It's a thing." Uh, Bram Watson said, um, "Scarred my eldest child for life. She's now terrified of water slides. Got stuck in a dark enclosed. That was the same with me. Start." dark enclosed water slide not enough water pressure she, I'm glad it's not just me oh. spent ten minutes shuffling to free the pair of us and uh, are Abby are just all backing each other up here <laughs> these are these are messages that I've written I think, hang on and, and, and I've that written, one's from Maze and Janford <laughs> <laughs> Abby Cowdery says, uh, "When I bo- this was the moment she realised she'd put on a bit of weight. When I borrowed a dress from a friend that I always thought was a bit on the heavy side, and I couldn't get in it. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was wow. Teacher. And Haley Hughes, when you run up the stairs naked, and it sounds like you've got an audience clapping you on. <laughs> Jason Manford, Absolute Radio." Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio and uh, joined with Steve Edge, Hello. my co-host, and uh, Johnny Awesome. Hello. And our wonderful studio audience. <laughs> and we're talking this morning about, uh, well, we've talked about many subjects, many subjects, but uh, we've been talking about the moment you realised, you know, you've put on a few pounds. You've put on a few pounds. Uh, something doesn't fit, or, you know, it could be simple like that. Or it could be huge, like uh, uh, Claire, for want of a better word. Uh, Claire, who says, uh, after my bath, I uh, sat in the bath and let the water drain out before I got up. When I got up, whoosh, all the water that was behind me came out. My arse had basically acted like a dam. Yeah, that's a sign. That's definitely a sign. Uh, Nicola Lawton, she says, uh, I mentioned to my brother that I wanted a tattoo on my lower back. He said, what are you having? Wide load. <laughs> like, there's nothing like a sibling. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a bit... A, that's a fatu, is a, there's a, That's a bit harsh. Yeah. <laughs> fatu. Uh, Claire, uh, you've had a sibling uh, yes. give you some home truths, eh? Yes. My brother um, looked at my keys and said, oh, I see you've had them personalised. And I looked and it said chub. Oh, <laughs> that's harsh, that. He's off the Christmas card list. Not having that, not having that. Uh, Denise says, when I got on the aeroplane, realised if I got any bigger, I would need an extender belt. Uh, she's lost four stones since that moment. Hey. So, you know, there's the positives of, of that happening. Claire Marshall said she was desperate for a wee, having been in, uh, to the pub in trousers that were too tight and uncomfortable. She couldn't find the button. 
couldn't find the button uh, amongst the muffin tops, so she had to cut them off with scissors. <laughs> She's forced up, but now she says again, I'm four stone lighter with Slimming World. She went to the pub with scissors. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rough pub. <laughs> it's a rough pub, you never know what's going to happen. It's funny that, so I did, um, a few years ago, I did the Slimming World Awards. Oh, yeah. Uh, I did that. Have I told you about not this? As a, not as a... You know, a contestant. No, not as a contestant. <laughs> as the host, did cheeky get? You didn't win an award. <laughs> Definitely didn't win an award that day. No. Sash one for him. They booked. <laughs> <laughs> they booked me at ironichost.com. <laughs> You have a a picture taken with like all the all the winners, and some of them are unbelievable. Like some of them have lost like twenty stone. They're Mm. really like life affirming legends, you know. When you when you meet them, but there was I had this weird conversation backstage where the woman said to me, um, she said, "Oh, by the way, uh, when you're doing your comedy, uh, can you not use the f word?" And I was like, "Obviously, I'm not that sort of comedian. I wouldn't. I don't really swear a lot." And she went, "Oh no, no." I mean the word fat. Mm. And I was, I was actually a bit like, you know the F word's already been assigned yeah, to yeah, a word. You can't, yeah, yeah. you can't reassign yeah. it to another word. What's calories? Yeah, that's the C word. Yeah, yeah it's a big one. Yeah. The N word, that's, that's uh, Nando's. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for your messages this morning. On uh, on putting on weight. I mean, I, I don't know. Can you be? Bo- I don't know if I can be bothered to be honest. I I want to. I've, I feel like I want to, but it's just if I can. I mean, you t- you you two are both sort of sort of thin. I mean, you, neither of you look healthy, but, but you look <laughs> like you, know, <laughs> you look you know reasonably in shit. Like you, the clothes you want to wear look like they probably fit. It's funny though, isn't it? Because I, I, mean? I remember at times trying to get bigger like you know when you're at school and stuff mm. and you want to be like you know like, watching films and stuff you want to be like big <laughs> oh you mean like yeah like muscle yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and so I don't know about you Steve no. but like, I remember like trying to All do right, that Johnny I'm here crikey alright mate alright go on yeah go on tell Steve about being why don't you tell Steve all about it it's heartbreaking isn't it yeah I know what you mean I hope you never get to the O2 the, oh, that's broken me. Um, <laughs> Sorry, mate. Well, let me tell you about Rachel's. Rachel said, when your hubby is a cheeky grope in the night, but it was your belly and not your boobs. Whoa. These are the things oh, that could happen. I know, that's quite, it's quite oh. grim, that, isn't it? It's a bit grim. I googled it in, uh, oh, in the record, and one I like for a marker, a good one for a marker, I think, is if you try and hula hoop, but you end up just wearing the hula hoop. <laughs> like a belt. Yeah, then I think you know, then, you know. Yeah. I feel like you two are not allowed to do these jokes. <laughs> like, it's like that sort of, like... You know, like a deaf comedy jam comic, he's allowed to do jokes that are specific to him, but you two... feels weird, yeah. you two doing them. I might feel a bit well, arse, like, I'm right here. Thanks for the compliment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is an odd one. Uh, Claire Day said, Mine was in a fairground a few years ago. Uh, two fairground operators had to take a run-up to close the barrier on the ride I was on. What, drop kicked it? She ran at it. <laughs> she t- they just ran at her. That's a bit much. That's a bit harsh, isn't it? In what? In a roller coaster? Uh, uh, to get in a ride, yeah, so the barrier would come down and keep her safe. Spinning teacups, was it? <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think they were spinning. Uh, well, thanks for all them. They were really good fun. I, I liked to, I liked Grant one. Let's finish on Grant's, which made, which made me laugh, because I've been in this situation. He said, I went on some go karts a few years back, and as a man waved his flag for us all to start, everybody whizzed off at breakneck speeds. And my car moved at less than walking pace. Mm, yeah. I could feel dozens of people laughing at the fat bloke, me, who was too heavy to get it moving. It's quite heartbreaking, isn't yeah. it? 
Turns out I had my foot on both the accelerator and the brake at the same time. An easy fix, but the psychological damage was done. It already done. <laughs> already done, because that's what people are thinking. Yeah. Crazy. Studio audience, thanks so much for coming to the show this morning. You've all got goodie bags full of stuff people have found in the office. Uh, Christian O'Connell's breakfast that he left uh, and Frank Skinner's waffle making machine. So there's all sorts of stuff in there. You take them with you. Uh, thanks to Steve Edge. Yeah. It was a pleasure. Adam Hills. And Johnny Awesome has, uh, has our show jingle to play us out. I will see you uh, next week uh, on... Uh, you could start, like, playing guitar underneath me talking now. Like, like a bed. It'd be, like, cool, wouldn't it? I'll see you on uh, <laughs> next Sunday. Uh, and uh, Sarah Champion is up next after 11. Have a lovely week. Let's show them how it's done. We had the audience in, but it's time to go. It's the end of the Jason Manford show. Nice. A bit patronising, but nice. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters.